You heard it there yeah. first. I mean, just talking about the, the marketplace, is we literally have a marketplace, the Evil Empire marketplace ready to go. Jeevils will be on there, Devils will be on there. But the, the plan is with what we're trying with Nifty is using Jeevil as the currency. There'll also be like an evil, a way of like, um, so let's say someone's got a, a Devil and you want to like bet, you you want to sort of make a, a, an offer of 10 Jeevils, you'll be able to do that. Like, and someone can mm -hmm. choose to accept it or vice versa. And then like, there'll be a way of, down the line, um, some of these derivative collections like um, G copy did the evil X copy ones. Like we, we could have that as a verified collection with on there. And again, it gives autonomy to creators within the evil sort of yeah. system and like community because there are so many creatives in that, that still to this day have evil um, profile pictures and we'll never change them because they just understand what we're building and what's been built already. And I think creators can see how hard it is to get to the point we're at right now. Like people that have actually been just making stuff and just trying to put mm -hmm. stuff out and trying to get even engagement or trying to get people to like tweets to see what we've been able to do with this cherub in the scheme mask. Like it, it's a beacon for certain people. Yeah. And as the space grows and all these collections come in and literally come and go, there's still people with evil profile pictures and like in their hundreds. And like every day there's more people like joining and seeing what's been done already. And they're, they're just so hyped and they can't understand where the disconnect is with everyone right. so everyone shouting we're here for the art we're here for the art who i don't think anyone actually is here for the art anymore and that's if you look at this like if you look at one-on-one -on -one art sales at the moment i think that speaks volumes i don't even know if that's... i was here for the art I'm, i just wanted to lock this down you know <laughs> <laughs>feng shui to the room it fits it fits you perfectly it's yeah, not warm at all it's not 92 degrees here at all <laughs> you weren't expecting that coming to new england huh heat wave no absolutely it's not. been gorgeous it was actually freezing the first day we were here but gorgeous now I'm yeah, i haven't been outside much today but i heard it's going to be a scorcher scorcher <laughs> yeah america fuck yeah america fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to take our jobs. He's been learning all he could. He was offered to go shoot guns with Bob. My mom's well, you got to shoot guns with Bob if you get asked. That's well, I got this mask at the gun. At the farmway. At the farmway, at farmway. Right by the gun section. So, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to do an English accent the whole time or <laughs> an, an American accent the whole time. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, play into that fake ass English accent. America. America, fuck yeah. Shit yeah, boy. We were at the casino all night last night. Our brains are just absolutely melted. Yeah. You, are you up? How did you do? Oh, I didn't do well at all. Oh, no. It was fun, though. 
Should nice. just you could just buy that Kith Invisible Friends thing. I'm sure that's a, one way to lose money. There you go. Yeah. That definitely could work out better. Right from the comfort of your own home. <laughs> oh my God, blockchain, Bonnie and Clyde. So you guys are just rolling deep now, huh? Yeah, big time, big time. Oh, for fuck's sake, love yeah, it. With a web free. Uh, we got one too. Yeah, Liz, Liz Taylor, and Richard <laughs> Burton. Yeah. Okay. That's what we are doing. We're here. We're in it. I'm so, how far back did you guys want to go? Um, I think the last time we talked to you, kid, was Christmas time for the holiday about, special. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So much has changed since then. So, it was that I spoke to you literally like, was it two months after the Jeevils drop? Yeah, yeah. It was probably like a week before you were gone from Twitter. Right. Well, we saw you. Yeah, we saw you in Miami. Yes. At Running in Miami. And then, uh, and then, and then the Christmas special, yeah. So oh, yeah, the Christmas special, yeah. Fuck, I completely spaced all that, yeah. <laughs> the Christmas special. I don't know how the fuck that actually came together, but I'm did. sad there that was, I wasn't on that. By the way, no. Well, we'll do it again this year, and you'll be there. Yeah. Once we had a room full of like twenty five dudes, we're like, wow, we need to really diversify oh, our uh, person. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Token woman. <laughs> we're we're correcting courses now. Oh, good for you. Did you see her on ABC last night? Crypto culture pioneer, they called her. No, I saw you tweet it. I couldn't find the clip. Yeah, it's it on. It's dog. on Hulu. Um, they streamed it live on ABC at eight o'clock last night. It was sick. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. How'd you how'd you hook that up? Well, um, I can't. I was filming something, so Illustrator was like a part of it. And I met the film crew at some other thing. And then they asked me if I would do an interview and like if I would be one of their talking heads. And then I filmed at NFT NYC. And when we got, I haven't heard anything since then, like nothing about the release, the premiere, whatever. And when we were here and we have horrible service here, somebody sent me like the, like a, a reel of the full trailer. And there I was in it. And it was like premiering at eight, which is crazy because my mom and Bob don't have a TV so they wouldn't have watched it otherwise so we all literally sat on the floor in the living room around my laptop and watched it live last night which was so fun it was so that's cool. awesome yeah it was great you guys have to watch it are you guys like in town until NFT NYC just hanging stateside no, no. so we're here for her sister's graduation so, so I'm going to an American graduation I'm going to wear the cap the gown I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're going to burlington uh tomorrow we'll spend a couple days there it, i took him four wheeling yesterday and showing him the side of carson daily yeah it's mad to see where she's grown up and like <laughs> where, how involved she is in web3 now because there's people down the road that have never even heard of the internet still yeah so. yeah <laughs> i can believe that yeah vermont is pretty remote it's so fun though it's amazing and then we'll go back and yeah we'll be in new york for nft nyc yeah because we've got my nifty drop on saturday nifty drop mm. shit nifty oh, drop on saturday we've seen the promos phoenix from the yeah. flames phoenix rising yeah yeah nice exciting so i suppose we should talk about that should yeah where about should what, yeah you tell us yeah but yeah i was gonna say like you guys have like clearly like you know kid in a way like obviously carson's been good for you in 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 like not just like a branding from like a personal perspective, like everything that you guys have, you know, you've been open about, about your struggles and, and shit like that. And, and that's super important. And, and obviously Carson there is as like a support system. And, and now you guys have, you know, we, we, I feel like we talked to a lot of people who are that kind of combo, you know, guy and girl relationship, whatever it is. And, 
you know, you can kind of work with each other. So I don't know, take us back to that to like when you like realize that, you know, not only are you compatible, but like, like business wise, you're compatible. I don't even really know. It's just been more of um, an evolution. I'm not sorry to use a pun, but um, <laughs> oh god, I've like, been following yeah, my work so. since the, like the first Evils drop. So she's actually got like an archive of all our tweets that we shared over the years, over the like the last twelve months. And she noticed me the day of the first ever Evils drop. Mm-hmm. She was like, "These are sick" because it got a retweet. And then um, from there, it's just we've sort of had a like a friendly communication, and then it's it's like ebbed and flowed yeah. throughout that. But she's actually my second biggest uh, one of one and addition collector. So, wow. Yeah. Mother of mother of evil. Mother of evil yeah. yeah. Take Jeevils out of it. She is like, she's been my biggest supporter, like in the sidelines. And I didn't even realize until recently just how, how deep she'd gone with it all. So yeah, but her, her ideas and the way that she understands um, blockchain technology and pop culture. I just don't think there's anyone else in the space that understands that. And having like the springboard and the community and just the head start we've got with Jeevils, it just makes so much sense to pull our talents and do something that's a bit different from everyone else. And, be prepared to ex- like explore and experiment things that other people aren't doing yet. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it's the more time that we spend together, because obviously I've now moved to England and we're living together. <laughs> and fully across the pond. It's yeah. been it, it's been amazing. <laughs> like before that, we even kind of like acknowledge and recognize that we spent like a total of two weeks together, like face to face in person. If you like aggregate all of our time together and and even just like working kind of apart and me wanting to help out and all the things obviously that got started and then when he took his break and like we were just there were a lot of things kind of like floating around and trying to figure out like what the strategy is and that's where I come in and I'm like showing him these tools and and pathways to like make things more like optimized and streamlined so that we can actually like do some awesome work together and he can focus on the art and doesn't have to worry about like administrative or operational or whatever. Like he's so good at the marketing, so good at the art. And I just get to kind of connect the dots a little bit. And we also like the more time that we're spending together, like we're learning more about like the influence that we had on each other, like indirectly. And like, you know, I, when I first saw Devils, I was kind of like, this is like a milestone for me. Like I love his art and I can't really afford it. And I don't really know how to be involved, but that was always like a goal for mine is to like collect Kid 8's artwork and just keep working toward that. And then, you know, on his, on the drop day for Devils, like I was in his DMs, like, fuck the haters, like you got this, keep going. And I didn't realize that like, I was like, you told me that I was like, person that you were talking to like the last person that you talked to like on that drop day and and kind of just supporting each other as friends and like as part of the same community and then obviously being in love and yeah and we're still sorting it out like where kind of our relationship like and like work balance like ends and begins like I always say that like I'm very sensitive as a girlfriend so you have to be careful but when we're working together I want to know if you like something or don't like something like don't spare my feelings and and we do like a we push back a lot but we always like challenge each other in the right way and get the best outcome and you know we want what's best for the community and I want what's best for him he wants what's best for the community so and you yeah (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like hats off to you guys. I'm I'm uh real 
happy for you both. And it seems like you're in a good spot, you know, like everybody's a lot happier and there's a lot less bullshit going on. So that's awesome. Totally. Yeah, totally. It's just been, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if it's, everything's come at the right time with the way the market is and just the maturation of the uh, collection in itself. But yeah, I've, I feel focused and I've never felt so focused and like, there's no idea that's too big for me and for like, <clears throat> I can say, should we try this? And she will know a way of getting it done. Whereas before that's, I've had ideas, but I haven't been able to like just pull them off or even bring them in near fruition. And Carson's like, she knows if she doesn't know how to do it herself, she will have a connection with someone that knows how to do it. And just we've had we've made so much progress in a short time since we've both been working on the project and working with the community. It's just yeah, it's beautiful. Like just little things like the manifold studio. I had yeah. no idea how powerful that was as a tool for creators, and now I'm like a manifold maxi. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be exciting. Like, I think people that are, have been paying attention to us, like individually and seeing the things that we've done separately, when they see this nifty gateway drop and like the mechanics and all of that, it will be very clear to them that it's been like a collaboration of like art and storytelling and like the tech, the drop mechanics, tokenomics, all of that, because that's kind of my dig on that side as I'm always like, how do we like push the technology further and do different things. And then his side is very much like, how do we push the art further? And together we both love storytelling. So I think, you know, people paying attention, they'll see that like, this is really our like labor of love. And then depending on how it goes, we have so many things that are like ready to, we are really ready to start. Like we've prepped so many little, but like huge initiatives yeah. that, we just aren't, we want to figure out like what the sentiment and what the feedback and responses for this nifty drop, because that will tell us what we should focus on and what direction we should like really go all into, um, which would be really fun. Yeah. I mean, we should probably go into the nifty drop because we wanted to talk mechanics with you as collectors, as well as people that have seen like my journey and Carson's journey from a long time ago. So <clears throat> I don't know if you've seen, well, you've seen the Phoenix Devil. So yes. it's, a, it's a fully animated evil. It's the only second animated evil. And it's going to be a, a raffle through Nifty. And the only way to enter is by burning a Jeevil. So you need to <laughs> a burn address. It's going to be 100 max entries. But everybody that sends the Jeevil to burn will receive the evil coin, which you'll be able to redeem for the physical toy. So the only way to get the physical toy is through the evil coin. So it's like, we're sort of playing with the idea of collectors versus traders. And like, mm -hmm. just the idea of like, okay, so this is a raffle. Let's say uh, some of the guys went big on Jeevils, got like 40 or 60. How many of them are they willing to trade in, in exchange for this Devil? Because as everybody sort of understands, Jeevils and then Devils are like a, a, another level above Adults. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're just, we're interested with that, but it's also, it's, it's but it's trying to make the Jeevils collection def deflationary. So over over time, like my dream, like not even my dream, my goal is to maybe get the Jeevils circulation to maybe a thousand. So if we can remove a seven thousand of those from the collection, and only like the strongest, most diamond-handed people will have that. Because I think one of the issues is it's sort of not oversaturated, but there was maybe too many tokens for the size of the community. People saw that all the hype around it. They wanted to jump on like make a um a quick flip and a fuck off sort of thing and there's so many people that believe in me believe in us and believe in just the evil character and the story that we're trying to put across that will be rewarded as the token allocation reduces right so that's yeah yeah, go yeah on. i think that like you know one of my big philosophies since i got into this into the nft space and in web3 is like 
creator economy, which is what everybody says, but nobody really has like created a definitive like answer for what that is, or even like blueprint for what that is. And I think it's because there are so many different ways to do it. So the way that we're thinking about it is like, you know, how do collections like pump? Like, how do you raise floor? Like there isn't really, it's all really social engineering, like from the punks, like it's all just a status symbol, but for us, like, how can we, you know, the people who bought because they want to trade or return, but there are people here who recognize that the true utility, like the core utility of Jeebles is the accessibility and ownership of collection of Kid Aid's artwork. So if we create this actual creator economy where Jeebles are a currency to be able to trade up, which trading up is, you know, it exists, it's real. It doesn't have to be inherently negative or like vilified. You can think about trading up within one creator ecosystem. And it's like, what does it mean to eventually trade up to a one of one, a piece of one of one artwork by Kid Aids? And I think for us, you know, that's where we then get to play with these micro utilities. So burning a Jeevil to get the toy coin to then redeem for the actual physical toy, like that is micro utility or to be able to burn something else to get an even smaller like supply of a new piece of artwork. Like we really want to start creating this like this funnel and this closed loop economy for people to really like be a part of what we are seeing as like pioneering of a crypto art patronage separate from like just art collecting, like really go back to the, to a, a old like traditional patronage philosophy of like supporting and fueling art making instead of just like, you know, coming down on him and being like, when utility, when moon, whatever, whatever, like there's no right way to do things. And the social engineering thing is going to just completely fall apart. We want to create an ecosystem, I think. And it's also like uh, a reply and an answer to everyone was like saying, I, I kept wanting to like mint pieces after the G was dropped and people were like, well, you can't because that's cash grabbing. Like you haven't, you not made enough money. Why are you still putting art out? Well, the collection- yeah, Try to create. And so let's say we've got 8,888 tokens and these are your only way in from <clears throat> this point forward to own any Kid 8 art or any evil merchandise or evil toys or just anything within the ecosystem. So we're looking at it like that. And- by using things that are already on the blockchain, you're trading in something of a certain rarity for something rarer, because if we're going for rarity. So the second one we're doing is a one of one piece. Again, that's a raffle. And the only way to enter that is by burning my last open edition, which is the, the evil gospel. So and so again, raffle, it's whoever, however many people want to enter. There's only 220 editions of that anyway. But um, someone will win the one of one and anyone that doesn't will win the evil candle which will be burnt down the line in exchange for something else. And it's like culling and like making, uh, adding scarcity, but also if we do this, how we intend on doing it, one day there'll only ever be one piece of Kid A artwork for someone to own, like that hasn't been burned. So right. Like, yeah, we're literally <laughs> like, if you don't want me anymore, that's it. But it's going to take the next 20 years to get rid of all these, these fucking genius. That's what we're going to do. I really like the idea though. Like I, I like the idea that you burn something and whether or not you win the one of one, you still get the token back that you can redeem for something else. Like that's awesome. You're still going to get something else that has an even smaller supply. So that in itself becomes 
more rare. And then eventually that thing that you get will be burned for something else, for something else. And I think like one of the things that I try to remind people is like you are, when you're buying an NFT, you're buying the token, right? You're, you're not actually buying the art. The art represents the token, the token backs the art, whatever, however you want to look at it. And the way that we're thinking about burning is not necessarily a true, like a true burn, but more of a social burn. So all of the art and the tokens will essentially go into this um, like holding contract where we're going to hopefully, you know, we're waiting to hear back, but with Manifold or with somebody else, we're going to actually code our own contract for this that does out. It's only in and we get to open and close it. And that will also become like an archive of the last owners of those pieces. We'll also get the keys to that contract and we'll then own every single piece of Kid 8 art ever created and, and put on the blockchain. Like it's so, like that could take five, that could be something that happens in five years or 50 years or whatever. But like, we're trying to think about like what this technology looks like and what is possible in the net, like in the long run, so that we have a story to tell and a story that's told, like after we're not even here, like after fall, like generations after us are not even here. So it's pretty heady, but that's where I think people will be like, oh yeah, Carson's definitely in on in his head. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, so it's like if we if we're being totally transparent, we came up with this idea because we literally lay in bed one night and I was just like, I'm just going to kill evil. If people don't want evil and don't want me anymore, I'll kill the character, and then. <laughs> Happy. And then we came up with this idea of like, no, and that's I where cry. the resurrection is. This is where, yeah, 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 yeah. This, yeah. Is where, this, is, this is where someone with a little common sense comes in. And like, no, 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 let's put some structure to this. Let's. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like an extra yeah. layer of consciousness. But it made sense. I mean, he was like, what am I supposed to do? Like people, yeah. you know, and even just going back to you saying that well, you were like crippled to create and or even meant it's like, we aren't even sure if they want them. Mm. Like you have to, because then it's just going to like further, like it, it's just going to further like saturate and it's going to further like, you know, put like oppress his confidence and like that, that whole self-worth that's connected to these things is like really dangerous and compromising. So together we're just thinking of ways to just continue to have fun and continue to recognize and like lean into the people who want us to be here and who want evil to be here and want to see, you know, movement and want to see innovation and excitement. We have just so many ideas. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to jump into the toy. Like what was that situation like, like getting that built out? How does that work? Well, I, I started working on that last August. I want to say last August, I actually had the, the initial mold made August, or end of July, and then was ready to go into mass production, but it timed over with the factory going into like Chinese New Year or something, or there was there was a holiday time, and then uh, mix that in with COVID. So basically, the molds were made. They took I was promised like two months. They ended up taking four months, and then I hit a situation which I'm not legally allowed to talk about, but the logo had to be removed. So basically, the molds had to be remade again. Um, but they're ready now. It's all they're all out of production they're ready to, to land at any minute so that's exciting as fuck for me because as a kid like growing up waking up and seeing saturday morning cartoons and seeing which toys were out like i was like if i 
could ever create something like that, I'd be over the moon. I remember I used to, well, I used to sort of still do collect um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And when I was a kid, I used to like redraw the box art. Like every time I had a toy, I'd redraw the box art and then stick it on. So just like being able to do that for something I've created from scratch, from the ground up, it's, it's really special. Yeah. And it's also like, it's just, it's, it's sort of taking what we've built in the NFT infrastructure, but like, I don't know, like building a bridge to physical items, mm-hmm. which I think, is what's going to keep people engaged and communities happy at the moment. Like, because we're, we're at this stage now with um, just the ecosystem and there's so many collections, there's so many things happening, but there's not real any brand building. Like yeah. these are things that are going to structure and just add like strength to what we're doing. Right. And we've got this far and we haven't even really even started rolling out the story of evil, yeah. which, is, which we are excited about because that is the next big thing we're working on. Which we've been doing. And like the toy thing obviously is like awesome and fun for me to be a part of again because of my like super Super plastic. And I know like, you know, what we are like kind of in a bubble in a lot of ways or at least an echo chamber. And like, there's not a like real definitive way to display your NFTs or like show them. But, you know, you can be in somebody's house or you can be at, you know, somebody can at their office on their desk have an evil toy. And like that sparks conversation. Like, yes, that's like a very slow and steady, like micro marketing tactic, but just to expand into this like physical world and where things are tangible and you can have that recognition and it really is powerful. And like the people that we're, you know, friends with and the connections that we have, and we don't even really know who the collectors are of Jeevils. Like we aren't sure like where those evil, that evil toy would end up. Mm-hmm. And in the future, it'll be fun to do like more additions and series two, series three, all of that. And then as far as the story of evil goes, like also big, huge piece of my experience at Super Plastic was like the animation and, and do, being head of story and narrative for so long with Janky and Gugimon and those characters. And now it's like, I get to do that again with like my best friend with my partner and with the person who like is so ultra talented that like we can come up with an idea and he can just make it. <laughs> and like, you know, we can get in the mocap suits together and we keep distilling down, like even that initial story of evil that's on the Jeevil's website, like, you know, 2000 year old cherub cast down to earth after uh, our disagreement with his management. We're like, well, what does, without saying too much, unless you want to share, but like, that was like, well, what does cast down mean? Like, what is ca- like the different like meanings of, of the word cast itself? Like, how can we think about all of these influences that we, that we both have from pop culture and art history and tell a story through evil and then all of the iterations of him and this, the, the base colors and the hat, like the mask colors and all the accessories, like, where do we tell those stories and how do we put them out just for expanded reach and, and audience? Like we don't need to monetize right now. Like we're not trying to monetize. We're just trying to like have fun and yeah. tell the story. Like we are both artists, creatives, like, we want to actually like tell good stories and, and bring people in. And I think it'll make collectors happy and it could bring new people into the collection, which would then make, you know, the traders and the flippers happy. Like that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I think it's definitely like, so my 
previous days of freelancing that I stayed in touch with designers from that world. Yeah, majority of them aren't in NFTs, but they want the toy. They want they want to know where it will come from. They want to know all this. And if it's just if it's a way of onboarding other people, that's great. If not, we're doing it. We're at the position now where we can just. It's not that we can. Like I need this to become fun again. Like we yeah. need to start having fun with this because I can't create if it's just when airdrop, when utility, like, cause I will go, like the reality is I don't need to stick around. Look at all these rug artists that are here putting out multiple projects, hundreds of thousands of ETH and then onto the next one. Whereas I've put out something that I believed in, had conviction in, would not have done if I didn't believe in it. And I'm showing up every day and still trying to push this thing forward. And it's like, if I can't have fun in this, I won't do it. And I've never had more fun since working with Carson, Carson being in my life and us doing this together. Like, Evil is our child at this point, and we're raising him together. And it's like, it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for both of us, I think. So, yeah, we're excited to just push it forward. We have yeah. everything we need to be happy. That's what we say. <laughs> well, I think, I think like it's pretty clear that, kid, from what you built, like you obviously like technically brought a lot of stress onto yourself, right? Yeah. With its like with its success, which is obviously a good thing. But like the creative side to you and like you guys are talking about, like legit just having fun. That's where the creative side is really like sparked. And that's where your best work comes. And by taking the the stress and anxiety off of like dealing with like outside noise and then actually kind of continuing to create within like your own kind of built, you know, little economy world, uh, however you want to put it, um, you can see it. And, and that's honestly the most important thing is just to be able to freely create with at least some sense of happiness and joy but you're always going to be a cynical fuck which is <laughs> like like you're not going to lose that so just having like you know that stable side of you know I, I can feel and sense the relief that you can create because you have some support on the side now so it's good yeah. to see and it's good to hear cheers man. thank you it's so fun and i think like i'm I'm more of the person like where he is cynical and it's like, I am more like optimistic, yeah. like baseless optimism, like yeah. there's other places where he's more sensitive or like empathetic to some, somebody else or like what people are saying about him. And I'm more, I think because I have the experience of like working at a company that was also a startup that had its own challenges, like, but I had the yeah. team to kind of absorb those hits with, I'm like, we're not going to make everybody happy. We need to focus on what we're doing and we need to let like the everything else kind of neutralize itself. And I feel that way about the space in general, like, you know, people at some point are going to come in and want to, you know, join the, the communities and, and get connected with the artists who are constantly building like slow and steady kind of wins the race. And yep. there's so much like false urgency and there's so much like, it, there's just such an emphasis on like what it constitutes success. And it's not about like, there's, you really cannot put a price on that, like on constant yeah. building. And at the end of the day, it still just is the two of us, but we have kind of the, if we have direction and like unity between each other and a strategy where we know where we're going, then like people are just going to have to trust us. And we're going to always do what's best for him for me for us for the community for evil like for collectors everybody like for the space at large like we we want to you know we're not going anywhere even when we threaten to like even if, <laughs> even if we're quiet like even if we're quiet we're just you know trying to think of new ways to 
stand out and we might that recognition might not come for weeks or months or years but you know it will have its moment so one thing i'm sure of <laughs> <laughs> so how does the music side fit into all of this is that still going on i heard some new track it sounded like in one of the teasers right yeah so the mixtape's been done since the moment we put out the first ever snippet so the mix really it's done it's done it's but it's just like again so i had um i I can't speak too much about it but it was a partnership with um guy called zach katz who's just signed as the ceo of phase clan so he was the guy that was like (laughs) he found me wanted to put out this music project do it as an nfc and the music's sick like it's everything's about it's perfect but like we sort of had a misalignment of how we should do this so coming off the back of jeevils everyone was like when utility when we're doing this when when we're getting something airdropped so I was like, well, can we give away the album for free? Like, can we give it away for free? But it, he was like, well, no, because there's overheads. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't think it, it wasn't, it, it was more the idea of secondary royalties. I don't know if that landed with them or it wasn't how they wanted to just release it. So we, we came to a stalemate. It's ready to go at any moment. We've got an idea for how we want to release it. It's going to come out because the music's sick. Like, she belongs to the blockchain, which is about Carson. Um, <laughs> it's such a sick tune like all the music that has been made it's it's innovative and it's it, i think maybe it was a bit too ahead of its time because people are talking about music nfts now and like the collections that are coming out and bringing music now and it's they don't touch musically culturally or anything the way that what we've created will do so right yeah i think even with music nft is like kind of being a moment right now people still don't really know what to do with them. Like they've not really seen anything. And we have an awesome idea for like how to roll out that would, you know, that really brings like bridges together IRL and URL, but also like prioritizes collectors, but I think could be marketed and directed to people like who would be interested in, in the music, like Mm -hmm. where it doesn't even have to, or matter if it's, if there's an NFT component to it or whatever, like it can be a really huge opportunity. And like I said, prioritizing collectors, prioritizing the people within our community who want that, but like, how do we branch out so that we don't fall into, you know, kind of the same, like, you know, no offense, but like the same pressure that, you know, brought Jeevils to the market in the first place, which is like, this is what everybody's doing. This is what everybody wants. You have to do this mm. without a plan of like, well, what does it mean? Why? Like, what's the hook kind of, you know, what's the purpose or its place in the world? So, you know, it's nice. That's what I mean when I say like, we have so many things that are like ready. Like we are like, okay, here we go. It's like prepping fucking lasagna before you put it in the (laughs) oven. Like we're ready to go. Everything's laid out in, in these awesome, like these awesome different initiatives, but what is the thing that people want and how do we kind of, you know, measure success and, and test these different, you know, experiments to, to figure that out. Like we have a whole, we have a whole custom marketplace built, like literally ready to go where Jeevils could be bought, sold, traded, you know, where all kid aid artwork could live, you know, it's ready to go to, to create this micro marketplace where there's no fees to open seed. That's how we're going to stay ahead. I think is let people kind of catch up to where we're at mentally and then we can press go. 
You heard it there yeah. first. I mean, just talking about the, the marketplace, is we literally have a marketplace, the Evil Empire marketplace ready to go. Jeevils will be on there, Devils will be on there. But the, the plan is with what we're trying with Nifty is using Jeevil as the currency. There'll also be like an evil, a way of like, um, so let's say someone's got a, a Devil and you want to like bet, you you want to sort of make a, a, an offer of 10 Jeevils, you'll be able to do that. Like, and someone can mm -hmm. choose to accept it or vice versa. And then like, there'll be a way of, down the line, um, some of these derivative collections like um, G copy did the evil X copy ones. Like we, we could have that as a verified collection with on there. And again, it gives autonomy to creators within the evil sort of yeah. system and like community because there are so many creatives in that, that still to this day have evil um, profile pictures and we'll never change them because they just understand what we're building and what's been built already. And I think creators can see how hard it is to get to the point we're at right now. Like people that have actually Thanks. been just making stuff and just trying to put mm -hmm. stuff out and trying to get even engagement or trying to get people to like tweets to see what we've been able to do with this cherub in a ski mask. Like it, it's a beacon for certain people. Yeah. And as the space grows and all these collections come in and literally come and go, there's still people with evil profile pictures and like in their hundreds. And like every day there's more people like joining and seeing what's been done already. And they're, they're just so hyped and they can't understand where the disconnect is with everyone. Right. So everyone shouting, we're here for the art, we're here for the art. Who? I don't think anyone actually is here for the art anymore. And that's, if you look at this, <laughs> if you look at one-on-one -on -one art sales at the moment, I think that speaks volumes. I don't even know if that's... I was here for the art. I'm, I just wanted to lock this down, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that was also, we want to nurture those people. We want to nurture the creatives in, yeah. our, in our community. That's, again, one of these, like, micro-utilities, like, if, if G copy would wanted to put like his kind of tributes collection on, on our marketplace, we would not take any fees. Mm. Like he would be able to earn the same way we would like, we want to, that's where like this creator ecosystem grows where people can actually have true, like creative autonomy. And the blockchain is a space that will allow that, but it wasn't inherently built for that. So we have to build the systems that like enable this creative expansion and growth and exploration. And like, that's, I don't, I just don't see that happening. Like it's so, it really is so um, like codified in, if, in such a stupid way. Like look at Azuki's, look at the, all of that shit. Like, you know, everything, something could be pumping one second and you're like, I bought these like my BFFs for 0.6. I was like, this is going to be my trade. Like, and literally six hours later, it was point two. I was yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, <laughs> like, I bought MFers at, at Art Basel while I was drunk, which was like just for fun. And then one day I sold one for four ETH. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like what? It, there's no. And we yeah, said yeah. at one point, we were like, the problem is, is that the people who have success can't explain why. You know, yes. and, and no one, no one. And you can't like make a roadmap based off that success criteria because no one really knows what it is. Exactly. The roadmap is more art, more creativity, innovation, sex. Yes. Not in the mocap suits, guys. <laughs> Chill out. That's the first thing we're doing when we get back. We got them. <laughs> <laughs> they, we've got like so much we've worked on like we've got the the sickest staking contracts like the mechanisms yeah. and the ideology behind it is so fucking sick but it's just the time's not right yet there's so many there's so many things we have to do before we get to that point game theory story just yeah. apparel we have apparel that we're ready to go with like 
collaborations where we want to do something with Monaverse. They love us. Like we want to create these spaces, these galleries, like, but we just want to know like, what do, what does our community want? Yeah, yeah. And I think it all starts with this nifty gateway drop is like, all right, if people are, if people don't see how like this is exciting and if they're kind of pissed off about it, if, you know, at least one person will burn a jeeval. Yeah, and get deep. <laughs> so it, it just like it sort of plays into the idea of like the people that want to trade up, also the people that want to gamble. Yeah. So like, let's say the current floor on Jeevils is point is one is sorry point one two or whatever. The current floor on Devils is point is sorry it's five ETH. So you've got even if you like win and then you dump it for below floor, you're going to be up. So yeah. you could there's something to stop people going now buying floor Jeevils just as currency. To enter these raffles and that's and it just it serves so many purposes the cleanup mechanism yeah yeah cleanup mechanism but also like the people that do um uh, immortalize like however you want to say it their evils will in themselves be immortalized when we do the mona spaces so yeah. like there will be not a cemetery but there will be a place where whoever <laughs> sacrificed these evils will be noticed so they they will have their name in there and the evil that they sacrifice will be there yeah and like the uh, open edition we're doing, the, the Last Supper, we're going to do a moment of space for that where it'll be immersive. So you'll be able to go into the, the Last Supper, walk around the table, see all the art. So, like, there's so many things that we're doing that I didn't even realise were possible that Carson's brought to the table. Blockchain baddie. <laughs> I also think you said it too. It's like you you, you have all the stuff te teed up, but it's, like, all about the timing, yeah. right? And, and there's no rush because, like, there's no there's no timeline on it. You know, you guys are talking five, 10, 15, 20 years down the line on how you can kind of, you know, create and maintain a brand. But like, that's truly how it should be looked at because, you know, you can have it teed up, but it's about timing and there's no point to putting a date on anything. If you have it ready, launch it and, and put a date on it. But, yeah. but picking well, the right time it, it yeah. is, is what it's all about. Yeah. Look at how brand evolves. Like we were literally just talking to Bob about Carhartt. Yeah. And about like Carhartt Whip, and he was like, "We because they were laughing at us. They're like, the only brands we know are Orvis, North Face, Carhartt, whatever." And I was like, yeah. "They're like anything you can get at Farm White. Those are there." And I was like, "Well, Carhartt is like now considered a streetwear brand. <laughs> like North Face is considered a streetwear brand." Yeah, we went around this farm place, and there was all this North Face, and I was like, "I've no, I haven't seen this much North Face since the guys down the street like they're stabbing people." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when you realized there was more than just an orange north face out there for you. <laughs> that's brand, but look at how brand evolves like even if you want to like use the kind of like archetype supreme story like look at how that evolved and look at the type yeah. of people that were a part of it in the beginning in the middle and the end and now like it's just we are brand builders and like we have you know, a person, we have personal brands, we have like this together. And I think we have whatever that future brand is like whatever that future identity is. And one, the movement of one thing like elevates and lifts and amplifies the other, like, we're just, you know, excited to keep going. And the technology is just the technology at the end of the day, yeah. like it's mm -hmm. only as cool and smart and clever as the people that are using it, like it does come down to the people and who are those real like savants and visionaries. Like that's it, at the end of the day, like that's where people will, you know, that's what people will write books about. That's what will go in textbooks. That's what will be, you know, that's the history and the heritage is the people behind the technology. And, and that's where we want to be, I think.
And let me just say something reckless. So the first time I did this podcast with you, I couldn't get on Super Rare, couldn't get on Nifty. I was like, couldn't do anything. And it's like, so funny now to see guys that were, the guys that were like shelling on Nifty, making all these big sales, or whatever. Where are they now? Like once it's once the easy money's gone, so many creators have gone with it. There's so many people that have taken from the like from the system and not paid in or not paid dues or even really understood what it took to get them to that position. And here we are, still plugging away. And we, there's there's no doubt in my mind that we that what we're building will be remembered like if we're going back to the supreme um like idea where we are currently we're still in that first skate shop people are just coming to like talk about skating like we haven't even put out our first line of t-shirts yet we're that early on in like the story like lvmh if we get to that point in like 20 30 years or whatever so be it but that is that is what we're it's what we're doing by the way first that's nifty pod that you said that's where that's what that's my heart is. That's nifty bump. That's nifty bump. You guys, are, you guys are the cupids. You're cherubs. You're yeah. Yeah, you can both get um, officiated. You can do the Yeah, you can do the wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're bone arrows. <laughs> I've got wear nappies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but can, I, I was glad I uh, that you got to drop some stuff on Tezos. Well, yeah, that, that was, again, that was the first step of like getting out my head that I can still release art, mm-hmm. but I wanted to, I wanted to experiment with how I do it. And like uh, Tezos has always been my experimental ground. I miss it. I love it so much. So with that, it was like, I'm going to do an edition of 16, eight for sale and then eight for just random Jeevils collectors or whatever. Cause my flaw on Tezos is like always stood, stood <coughs> the line. people have always understood me, respected me there. So I did that. And then the eight that won the raffle, I think like so many of them were like selling them below what the offers were with it. And I was like, okay, so you can't just re- reward people because they've got Jeevils. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. Like that isn't enough because they they bought Jeevils because they thought it was hype or whatever. And now they're reaping benefits, but they're sort of fucking out everyone else over that believes in my artwork, believes in the community. So I was like, okay, I can't actually do that again. That's not a good way to release art. And it's like, I noticed it again when we did this huge announcement in the Discord and on the Twitter page, like all the things we've been working on since we've been doing, we were so excited, like the floor doubled overnight. We were like, fuck yes, let's go. <laughs> so then we did a spaces a couple of days later and all anyone could talk about was this chain's airdrop that sort of got promised when I was, when I had my time off. So I was a bit out the loop and my head was elsewhere. So that's all that anyone cared about. All the like, the things that we were working on and the things we were so excited to share, no one really give a fuck about. So yeah. it's like, okay, so if people want airdrops, Let's just do airdrops then. So then I've just been doing random airdrops editions of 25. I did this take Azuki bean. Like, yeah, it's all the bean. One of those, yeah. one of those sold for half leaf. It's just ridiculous. They were selling for more than Jeebles. It's like, so yeah, we, we're just experimenting, but we feel we found something that is really different, but also people can't really take the piss out of. Because it's. Yeah. I, I don't mean to be an arsehole, like you buy a G, we'll do with it what the fuck you want. Like if you win an airdrop, congratulations. But mm-hmm. it's just not fair for the people that are here for the right reasons. Well, and that, like on that note, because of the blockchain and because of this like burn kind of contract and, and this burn vaults that we're creating, we're going to be able to see who those people are, who mm-hmm. are consistently like you know somebody who burns who burns five jeebles to try to get the devil like if they don't say you know by chance they don't win like we are not trying to like exploit collectors we're not trying to like we want to be able to see them like we're kind of creating a system and like we're opening a door and saying like 
walk through this and see what happens. Come with us on this journey. Let's like, reward this guy. Ooh, I give myself chills. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we can do more things and we can, like, there might be, because then the second you say air job, it's like there's people in the Discord. Hey, I didn't get mine. Like, that we've never talked to. And it's like, well, you obviously didn't even read the announcement that X amount of people and the list was already created and blah, blah, blah. It's like, what the hell is like, it just makes no sense. So, but it's like, okay, if you want air jobs, we're happy to create those and to facilitate that, but they're going to go to the people who deserve them and who are here and who are participating in this like whole case study that we are working on. And that will become like our life's work together. Like we each have our life's work from the moment before we like came together and brought our lives together. And now it's like what our life together, what that work looks like. And, and it's just fucking fun. Well, I think you said it too, right there. Like, like you guys can like, and you have the right to create these, you know, test cases where you can actually, you know, take the information and move forward with it. You know, like like with the test drop, like everything you can kind of take and learn from and, you know, get feedback and then also tell people to fuck off. But like it's it's truly a balance of, you know, you wouldn't be able to make your next step without taking the one before. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of taking from that and and not necessarily like learning, but like absorbing what's going on, get a pulse like this next step with, with nifty and, and the burden, like that's also a test case in a way. Right. Like, like, like you guys kind of acknowledge it's um, everyone's going through trial and that's kind of like the nature of just like, not just a startup, but just any, like the early stages of any brand. So it's um, no, man, it's exciting to hear you guys talk about. We're mom. We're, we say we're mom and pop shop. <laughs> <laughs> Just speaking of that, I've got I've got like one more uh, use case that we're sort of playing with the idea at the moment that hasn't been taken up by anyone. So in my head, it all my the way I saw like greater than greater than it was Jeevils, then Devils, then like one of one kid eight art. So I put up a little tweet saying, anyone who's got a Devil wants to swap for my last one of one. Let me saw know. that. Yeah, because I was like, okay, my last one of one actually sold in September for like sixteen ETH when ETH was at four thousand dollars. So. If anyone that bought a Devil early on or has got more than one Devil, that in my mind made sense to just swap it mm-hmm. and they get something that's like 10 times the value easily. But up till now, I've not had anyone really commit. I've had a couple of bites, but the whole thing with me is like, I just wanted to see if anyone would do it. And I'm also saying this now, if anyone's listening, if any of the Devils, like whoever hears this first, I was going to gift the Devil back to them and give them the one of one. It was more just to see who would come with me on this journey, who believes in me, like, but... Yeah, it's it's just one of these things, but that's that's interesting for me because now I yes. realize one of one art is no longer at on that same like line. It, it's it's its own thing entirely. So I can't expect it's just a way of me always wanting to curate collectors and understand how collectors are thinking. So that now makes no sense. So burning Jeevils for a one of one, maybe that would do, but one Jeevil does not equal a one of one. So who wants to burn 20 Jeevils or 10 Jeevils for a one of one? So we'll start, we'll keep playing with these ideas, but it's just fun because we can do this now. Yeah. And just on that story is like people, it, I think it's good to tell what our thinking was, which is like, if somebody does it and shows that amount of like trust and faith and conviction, like we're going to acknowledge them back and just say like, this was just an experiment and you could have had both basically, but we can't, we don't want to come right out and say that it's like when if people start to trust us and they start to remember like who we both are, like separately, like, 
you know, that we've been a part of, you know, the space for a while and we've, we have really done our best, like all the time, I think to create value and instead of extract it, like people just have to remember that there's still humans here. Like even, you know, I've, I have been called 27 rugs from affirmations and 888 oh and, <laughs> and all of it, but it doesn't, it's like the people who pay attention, I think could see that, like, I've always tried, I've always had like very good intention. And I've always like been a part of the space where, you know, I could have easily like got in and got out and created mm-hmm. a new persona or identity or whatever. Like, I've always known when enough is enough because it hasn't felt right. And like in that same way, it's like, I always can acknowledge people. Like we can always see people who are showing up like, you know, Joey, who is like posting like this many jewels to, you know, 0.6, this many to whatever, like the way that our community like shows out and it's like, does the work for us. Like that doesn't, it's not lost on us. It doesn't go unnoticed. It's like, we just want time to figure out how to like adequately reward and recognize them in a way that really makes them feel as special as they make us feel when they step up and show up for us. So I think, I think what you two have in common as well is like you, you earn respect from people in this space with your transparency, right? You don't run from shit. And, and that's honestly like one of the most important traits for people, especially like in a growing, very immature, quote unquote, professional space. You know what it's I mean? It's very like trust-based. E- exactly. Ways. Exactly. But like, you just got me thinking too, I, guess, I, I bet there's one kid, one, one, one grown man in his basement somewhere in the Midwest, middle America, that's kicking himself for, for not turning his D-ball. Kid, uh, I thought you just wanted a D-ball back. I thought you just like, wanted one. It's an experiment, like yeah. having fun. Can you remember when I did the bear? And it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember the bear. I got the rug. Yeah, but you didn't even know you were getting the rug. You didn't even know. You just trusted in me that much. And we were having that much fun back then. It was like, I need to bring that back. And this is what we're doing. We're bringing the fun back. Because especially in this bear market, people are down bad. People are like, they've lost a lot of money. They've lost a lot of um, respect and also just belief in this, in what we've been showing up every day for like the last 12 months so and longer. So it's just, we're just, we're just going to have fun like together. And we're just going to keep hoping people come along on this journey with us and have fun with us. Surprise and delight. Yeah. And if nobody cares, it doesn't really matter. We're like blissfully in love and, yeah. and <laughs> each other's number one fans and think that what the other one does is so properly sick yeah, that it's yeah. like, we just drown it out. Like yeah. it's our own world. And if people want to come be a part of it, like then we're always going to be here doing that. And and it'll be sick. I mean, we will tell you guys, we'll give you guys the deets about our NFT NYC party. We've, we've ditched the whole, like having a huge collection party. We're getting a 45 person party bus. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> and we're going to drive around to Manhattan and cause a ruckus. So cool. we're like, what the hell? Like, we don't want to be stressed about planning a party that we're not going to get to enjoy. No, like, don't even say that. We planned four or five parties. Four or five. <laughs> it's like bringing in like Web2 collaborators and sponsors. So and many people. And it's just such a ball. Like, they don't get it. They they hear yeah. NFTs and they ever think you're, you've got an endless supply of money. Or, oh, actually, we're doing a collection. Would you help us do this collection? Or it's just like, yeah, it's, it's we're just trying to do the right thing for like collectors at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You got to focus on like what we know we're good at and make promises we can keep. I think like that's the biggest 
that is like the biggest show of trust and like example of trust is that like we just can't promise things anymore even if we're excited about something we want to share it's like those other people always involved that you can't control what they do or what their intentions are so we just stick to what what we want and like what our mission is and stay down that path it might be slower um to you know jump or or to get recognition or to get people on board but at least we're the only ones that are like driving the bus i almost feel like slower is better in this space because everything happens too fast it's like you miss it half the time when you have time to anticipate something and know that it's coming further down the line then you can be ready for it and you know you can time it the right way because the market's always like flip-flopping you know it's like we're in a shitty place right now, but like, I think it's a good time for a lot of people who are building and we'll see time will tell who sticks around and who gets shaken out of the tree. Building. Building. Builders. <laughs> you guys have been going to like workshops and stuff and like, no, we're just, we're just, we're just making it. fun of people. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we do actually. We go, to a bar, we go to a bar or a restaurant. We just take the piss out of everyone. It's just funny. I think it's funny because like singularly we're both quite unlikable characters. So yes. together we're just so sickly. People can't stand us together. So. <laughs> yeah. But very self-aware. So no. Engagement down, sales down. <laughs> I'm just I'm just grateful that we get to be on a podcast again. Yeah. Shit, nobody wants us anymore. Yeah, exactly. Down only. Yeah. Optimism. <laughs> <laughs> you plug our podcast. Oh yeah, we want to start one. If you guys have any, get, let me know what you have for equipment there. We want to start Dude, thirty dollar microphones and a laptop. In, in a yeah. in a in a yearly subscription to Zoom. That's it. Nice. Well, we're already there, basically. Yeah, and we've got a title. We're calling it on the rug. On the rack. Oh, I like it. I like it. We're going to recreate Jay's. We have to actually add Bonnie and Clyde to our yeah, list. We're yeah. going to recreate Jay Z and Beyonce's promo pictures. And, just... and that's the airdrop. We're just going to have a year off work and we're just going to take all these really disgusting photos and just airdrop them to our biggest haters. Oh, my well, God. One of, those, one of those has to be you two as like Aladdin and Jasmine, like legitimately on the road. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As if pe- people don't need another reason to cause cultural appropriation. <laughs> true, true. Magic rug ride. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus but Christ. it's been amazing. You guys are awesome, and we're happy. So, let's just recap the nifty drop, though, real quick. So there's how many pieces? So there's going to be three different drops. You've got the one of one devil, which is going to be uh, a raffle. You have to burn a jeevil, like the burner dress and all that will be revealed next next week on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And then we've got the one of one raffle. And to enter that, you have to burn the open edition from my last drop, which is the gospel visualizer. And then we've got one open edition for 18 minutes, which is the, the last roast, which is the uh, the last supper remake with all the evils, some of the devils, and there's like some um, Easter eggs here and there. And that's going to be $88 with a max of two. How the fuck did you get them to do $88 open edition? We actually aren't sure if they've thought about it. Yeah, I don't it. know if they, I, we did say first off, like when we had like, first you're meeting, not we're like, you're not going to make any money from this. Like you're going to make <laughs> zero money from this. And they've been actually really helpful so and helpful. like have been so like a shout out Andrea, yeah. like it's been amazing. And they've, they've really helped us sort this out. And I think they understand that like, you know, 
like innovation is important right now and that it is kind of like a bear, you know, it'll be a bull market tomorrow and a bear market again the next day. But like, so I think they are keen to like, just kind of explore and see what works because maybe it will help them, you know, provide input to other artists down the road. And it's just fun. Like it's nice to be met by like another team that's so big that are like, okay. And I will say the yeah, reason yeah. Like a, a cap on two for the open edition is because we have plans, you know, as we have said, everything kind of new will be, you know, part of a micro utility for the next new thing to come. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're, we're excited. If people don't burn their open edition from the last drop, are there ways to use that up later on, or was this the one shot to do it? And you don't have to answer that, obviously, if that's... Yeah, I don't know. We haven't thought about it. Like, in my head right now, I'm thinking that is the one shot to use it. And then, like, the, the addition that comes from, if you don't win the one-of-one, that will have the further utility, so the candle will be burnt for something else. But I don't know. It's more so because we I did that open edition, and it was $888, which at the time was, like, 0.2 ETH, which I thought... I never expected to sell 200 editions, but I thought that's that's reasonable. And it had some secondary sales, but I got an email a couple of weeks ago, and people started, like, listing them for... 50% off, basically, the fear. And I was like, well, if they're buying them for the wrong reason, let's try and clear up, let's do some clearance. And again, that plays with the idea of, is one of one art even important at the moment? Like, yeah. like so you could, an addition of 200, one of those could potentially get you a one of one. And if we're just going by sales records, like my last one sold for 16 ETH. So it's it's a come up, depend, no matter how you look at it. But is it actually important? To, is there a marketplace for Kid 8 101s or... Do people just want evils and jeevils and is, is it all collectibles? Like, is there any value in having an art piece as an NFT from me or is it the time in the market? So we're just, we've, I feel like I literally hit rock bottom. So now I, I got the potential and I've got the allowance to play with these ideas and see what works because I'm not going to keep throwing time and energy into creating these one-on-one art pieces if there's no market for them because it's three days that we could be working on doing 20 second shorts of animations yeah. or working on something that could potentially be an airdrop for people to deserve it down the line. So yeah, it's going to be uh, this, this nifty drop will be pivotal in, I think my career and also the direction of the evil project. Yeah. We're ready. I think we'll definitely see some people burn. It's I love these choose your own adventure paths yeah. that you can set out there. And it's like, I have one of those open editions and I don't know if I could, I just love that piece so much. Yeah, and I think you, what, you, people love it. I want them to keep it. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. So you, you can't get discouraged if a bunch don't get burned because it's like at the end of the day, like I fucking love that piece, you know? I'm glad. I'm so happy. Our expectations, I, like we have been managing our own expectations and like, you know, even with like a burn and I think about this too, because I have one and I obviously need to maintain my status as the second largest, (laughs) the holder of the second largest collection of, but for me, I also like, maybe it's different for me because I know what's to come. And I'm like, oh, that like, because of how we are thinking of like this burn mechanism, like I will still be the last owner of that art piece. And that will still be acknowledged and kind of immortalized on the blockchain where it's like in a way like how can I continue to own that and what does that mean for me like if I don't plan on selling it ever anyways it's just mine to own I might as well kind of contribute it to this you know to this like holding vault where people will know how much like it's like we're not penalizing or like judging anybody for their choice like it's really just for us 
to try to figure out like what is next like what yeah. do we I want mean, to do? The, the whole idea could be a complete flop and like i said if if we get 10 there's a cynic there's a cynicism right there if we get maybe five yeah, I never know. Like you never oh, it says unstable because says, Yeah, you you can never be sure, but we we're taking this risk and it's a risk I feel excited about. Like I have got no reservations yeah. and there's no no one pulling my leg to say, you need to do this. Like this is it's been our idea and it's I, I'm excited about it. And now we get to gamble too. Yeah, to gamble for us yeah. as well. Like so that mean trade. Well, it's yeah. a super interesting point though, because that makes me almost feel a little bit better about if I were to burn it, knowing that my name's going to be under it somewhere in this like holding vault, you know, that you can you go and view it. yourself from the other 220 collectors just by burning that light. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's up to you guys. It's up to the collector. And I think a lot of people, I, I, I'm expecting some people to not get it or not allow themselves to get it initially, but we're doing it. It's either roll with us or get rolled over. Ooh. I love it. That's a bar. Fuck yeah, bro. Roll with us or be rolled. America, fuck yeah. Can't even, can't even help himself. All right, y'all. <laughs> Keep your conviction, guys. This has been a good, a, a great chat and a good catch up. I mean, and I want to say as well, congrats to you guys for the, carrying on doing this because the, yes. the content's getting sick. Like the people you're getting on, it's you're getting a wide variety of artists, and I think it's. Uh, Thanks, guys. It's been the plan, you know, just keep plugging along. Like, it's not that hard for us to do. It's not a huge time commitment, you know, sit down a couple hours a week and talk to some people like and we learn new shit all the time. Like, that's the best part about this. It's like, sure, we're doing it for a lot of other people. but We're fucking learning, too. So, yeah, cool. And I got to give this kid his props because he just does all the editing and (laughs) and runs Twitter. last conversation is like i think we that's when we started talking about like transfer limitations on on my last episode and then like that was already kind of in my head part of my genesis job but i think our conversation helped me put like even more thought into it like this it sparks things in people too so i know we should talk about that because i still think your collection is like completely undervalued and people still don't really understand what you did with that i can yeah here no, definitely. We're, we're both about- on. Yeah, You're both on here. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, if we're talking about NFTs. Well, like- we can. This room is like literally a well, hot box. Can get it done but, in five minutes. Right? Um, but yeah, I mean, my Genesis break it down. Dropped, my Genesis dropped twenty-seven times. Was twenty-seven uh, poems that were kind of blind reveal. Had collaborations by twenty-seven visual artists. So if you go on OpenSea, you can like press reveal and see the artist. But the collectors weren't didn't know what um, like visual artist was attached to which poem, and then all of my poems are titled by dates, and the dates are part of this protocol that I developed called the Heart Code, which basically um, it disables any type of transfer of the token except for on those days. So twenty seven yeah. days in the first year, and because it's a trust exercise, a lot of like what we're doing. Um, the reward is that on those same days, my collectors are also airdropped a new piece of artwork, like completely new, which is not like restrained by any token transfer. But um, so far, like I've had, I think five airdrops. I've done really cool stuff. Denzel did a collaboration with me and <laughs> love it. We did one to because obviously Kitty was part of the Genesis drop and we the poem that he had um, from the drop I did a follow up to 
on the same exact day. And he did the art piece for that, which is like a further expanded um, kind of visual of that original piece. And, and so far there's only been one secondary sale. Um, nobody has sold any of their, um, their heart code tokens. Like it's been really cool. And I, I, it's really liberating for me because I only have those like 20, I think some people have two tokens. So I only have like 24 collectors that I really have to worry about and think about like what I want to bring to them. And just creatively, it's been like such a fun experiment and it's, it's been amazing. And I think like the, the tech was really innovative i think uh, again like ahead of its time but yeah, if pack would have done it people would have been screaming <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. yeah 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 could never right. <laughs> but I, I think like poetry is having its little time too like it's definitely popping off at this point and like that's another avenue that nfts haven't fully explored yet either which is like written word yeah and it was all very like narrative driven and storytelling like even stylistically, the way that I did the poems were with um, my friends, Eyelids and Freedom, Joe, my friend Joe, and he is helping us with the marketplace, like shout out, they're amazing. They helped me create this creative identity to um, stylize each poem as a receipt, which is like, you know, very, I think, kind of on the nose with blockchain, which is like kind of a, a, a ledger of transactions itself and poetry is kind of emotional transactions like that's what my poetry is so you're operating at just too high level. <laughs> yeah. it was like always like always like overcomplicating. but I want it's more important to me to be like true to myself than to you know create something that is going to like be palp palpable to others and like I'm super proud like everything sold out everything got a bit like everything you know it was such a fun experiment and and it was really by all like intents and purposes like a completely successful genesis drop so and it was the first time OpenSea ever did like a customized ui for yeah the, they the created yeah. me my own auction page like which was wow so yeah it was really amazing so i had a lot of incredible support from people and manifold obviously helped me with the contract and they were amazing to work with and I think a lot of people started to think about like non, like they started to think about transfer limitations. And I was worried at first because it's so easy to spin that, to create a false narrative to people. But, you know, it's all about, I think the philosophy and justifying it. And I wanted to just create some space where I didn't have to be, because I've never thought about floor prices. Like even after affirmations dropped, like he was the one to me that said like, okay, don't check the floor right when you wake up. And I was like, wait, what? And then <laughs> Am I, I supposed to be like, doing that? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, that's what people qualify. Like, that's why Affirmations is a rug because it like is like selling now, like trading below floor. Like, I don't, I don't think so. I think I did what I wanted to do with it. And, and it's like, I still have future use and utility and ideas for it. It's like, I just want to make sure again, things aren't ahead of its time. So so all 27 poems are out? Yeah, they all sold. And they're all owned? Yep. Yeah, they're diamond-handed, diamond <laughs> except for one. But Megan, you know, my bestie, my other half, she was able to get it on the secondary. And I, I was also able to help, like, facilitate that private sale because I want to curate my collectors. So when I saw that one of my collectors was listing, which is like where the non-transfer like protocol comes in because they are listing it, but it won't sell. So it's like, 
prompts me to open up a conversation with them to say like, just want to let you know, you this will fail. This transaction will fail. Also, can I help you find a collector? Because I know right. I want to be a part of it. So yeah, it's really, but I don't know. I don't know if we'll see. And the the limitation that protocol like expires basically after a year. So it's just kind of, and then for me, it's like after that, like it's up to me to figure out how do I want to continue? Cause I made a promise for one year for like the utility and the use and, and the future of the, of those Genesis tokens. And I'm not committing to anything beyond that. It's going to be up to me and kind of up to the collectors of what we do. So I'm sure you're still writing poetry. I am, although most of my poetry was uh, like about heartbreak and I just don't have a lot of that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's fun. There's, there's a lot to be happy about, a lot to create art about. A new set of just blissfully in love poems. Oh, people just hate that shit though. They don't, (laughs) (laughs) they can't relate. They could never. Well, congrats to both of you guys. I think you're both very successful and obviously the future holds bright things for both of you. And we're along for the ride. Like it's going to be tough to burn a G vol, but we'll see what we can do. You know? Okay. Think about Cheers, it. Guys. Sleep think on it. it. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's the thing. Sorry. It's, I don't want you to feel pressure to like, if you, if you never think you're going to sell your G vol, you've got it forever, then it's not really an exercise for you. But for people that filled their bags and they're like regretting it, offload it. Like, let's have it. Let's have some fun. Let's see what, how far you can trade this little cherub in a ski mask. Well, we have multiples, so we'll figure out what yeah. we got to do. Plus you could actually go sweep the floor now before this comes out. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Alpha. <laughs> it's a nifty eight way this Saturday, right? Saturday. 28th. I've got the time. We haven't got the time yet. We'll, yeah, we'll post it this week. Yeah. Between six and eight Eastern, somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, thank you guys. You're the best. Take care. Yeah. This will come out Thursday. Good to see, see you. Guys. Bye. Bye, guys. America, fuck you. <laughs> Damn, that's nifty. single line. I sure as hell didn't know that. Fuck Renda built the gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy. Yeah, man, it's a good guy. Too much lag like a nomad, all his belongings in a single bag. All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT. That's nifty. That's NFT. That's a nifty, nifty NFT. That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn 
That's a nifty NFT.